Hello, hello, and thank you all for listening to Real Talk Atlanta, your favorite podcast for real life, real scenario, and of course, all things real estate. We're your hosts, River Bonds, Ashley LeRae, Nika W., and Taisha Renee, and we're so glad to have you tuned in. So sit back, take notes, and let's talk. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Real Talk Atlanta. We're your hosts, River the Realtor, Nika W., and I'm Taisha Renee. And y'all, we are your hump day hotties because it's Ooh, Wednesday. Hold on, run it back. Oh, run it back. Not the hump day hotties. And you guys, we're your hump day hotties <laughs> because these episodes come out each and every Wednesday and there's no other place y'all would rather be. Period. Y'all, y'all love it here. We love it. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. So really, today is a really important episode because, of course, we always say how much we love the feedback we get from real estate agents, right? Like, we want to give y'all the real tea so that y'all don't come into this business thinking that everything that glitters is gold. Like, real estate is glittering, but it's not always gold. Okay. Um, And so I think today, a really, really good topic that we're going to talk about is how to kind of deal with some of those barriers, those hardships and rejection that you're going to face as a realtor, like, even as a top producer, as a luxury agent, mm-hmm. all of those people, we still will face rejection. And it's really not about the rejection. It's about how you deal with it, how mm-hmm. you combat it, get over it. And we going to help y'all. Okay. I love that. So let's get into it. Let's ready. get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So I'm I ready. think as a real estate agent, as a realtor, somebody in this business, I think maybe the most heart-wrenching thing is like when you go for like a listing or you're like you're working with a buyer and they go, unfortunately, I think I'm going to work with someone else. Oh my God! Be like, why did you pick me? Say no. What did I do? No, seriously, I think now be bitter. Yeah, no, I think it's really hard to not take it personally, right? I Mm -hmm. think especially if you're one of those agents who really works on that craft, right? Mm -hmm. Really does the work. To hear somebody tell you like, "Oh, I don't want to work with you. I want to work with somebody else," it's gut wrenching. I think my my biggest first tip is to never take these things personal. Mm -hmm. I think when you take stuff to heart as a real estate agent you're going to hurt yourself in the long run. You start questioning your ability, you start questioning your worth, and it's not about that. Everybody's mm-hmm. just not a good fit for you, but the ones that are for you will always be for you. Right. Oh, you know that's my favorite line. You yeah. know I'm going to have to jump in with that. Yes. What's for you is always for you. Like, And some people, you have to take into account that someone may reach out to you and they may forget that they have this relative or mm-hmm. somebody who's a relative. So, of course, they probably want to support you know, their friend or family's business, and that's understandable. Me as a buyer, I probably would want to support you know, somebody who I know yeah. too. You know, I understand it so it's not like you didn't choose me because like it's not that they're not choosing you because you're a bad agent Mm -hmm. it's just that relationship probably wouldn't have worked for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter because that might have been God's way of saying you don't need to work with this client because we know some clients Mm -hmm. are not the best clients baby and that could have been that client that dragged you through the mud okay (laughs) no seriously it's for me too I feel like I like to work with people that chooses me because it makes me feel it makes me go above and beyond for you. Mm-hmm. So it's really really important for me as well as I've had that happen before. I don't take it personal. I just know what I provide you, you're not going to find it nowhere else. Period. Okay, because that happened to me. She went with another realtor, she interviewed me. It was her family member, so I totally understood it, mm-hmm. but guess what? Your family member charged you 0.5% more at closing. You had no photography, no videography, no basket. It was nowhere to be seen. No. And I felt, you know, like, I'm like. Not you feel oh, good. I felt good. Not you feel good. She been doing good. I feel good. Wait a second. Nowhere to be seen <laughs> is crazy. No, no basket. And you I know. No Listen, and I know she was just like, you know, and the thing is her friend used me. So it was like a thing like. And then when she called me, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. She was like, wait, 
I'm interviewing, you know, other agents, and I had to take a step back. You know, I was yeah. like, why? You know, I didn't ask you. you. You're right. You have the right to do that. Yeah, I've had people interview me, too. And I feel like when you're confident in your skills mm-hmm. and in your abilities, it really doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to tell you what I can provide, and if that aligns with what you're looking for, then great. We're a perfect match. If it mm-hmm. doesn't and you're looking for something else that someone else may be offering you, then great. Like, that's, right. that's what's best for you. Like, choose what's best for you. So I don't never have, like, no ill will, ill attention with them. It's just like, you know, not everybody's meant to work with you. Yeah. I think and it's that's new, okay. when you're new in this, like, business, I think it kind of hits a little bit different. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think, like, when you really scraping for clients, like, this the one, this the one, and they turn around and say you, like, I think it's like, it's a punch in the gut. Um, I think so in terms of solutions, right? Mm-hmm. When this kind of happens to you guys, like, what is, like, some tips or things that you would do? Because for me, I would say ask for feedback. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even though it may not be because you're a bad agent, it might be because you missed something. Right. Or because the agent did something that you didn't or offered something you didn't. And I think it's never hurtful to say, you know, congratulations on, you know, finding the right agent for you. You know, if it's okay, I would love some feedback on things that maybe I could have done better. Because mm-hmm. it may be that. something that you're missing that you don't even realize yeah, look, mm-hmm. um, from a buyer's perspective. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, love that. I would know? say most times when you realize that, Buyers are interviewing. You get nervous. Mm-hmm. And you choke up. Yeah. So you you probably know. Like, Asia probably knows, like, oh, like, I know exactly why you chose someone else. So see how that you can do better and implement that into the next buyer and the next buyer and the next buyer that comes. So since you know that you did this thing wrong, you can get it right. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you know exactly, like, okay, I think I know where I messed up at. If you have any doubt or any question, like, okay, maybe I could have answered this question better. Maybe I could have said this better. Maybe you could have. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could have been more confident or something in what you're saying. Take that and implement it into the next person that you're speaking with. Right. You know? I think I think for me, it's like, always have a script ready for that situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have, like, yeah, have, like, <laughs> something in mind where you can say, hey, I don't take no for an answer, and that's Period. the type of agent I am. So here's why I don't take no for an answer. I'm this. I'm that I am you know I'm providing you this exclusive listings and all of those things because some people they just want that extra push they yeah. want right. that extra confidence uh-huh. like oh she know what she's talking about like hold on and let me, yeah, let me come hold back on, and rethink on. yeah so <laughs> I've had that happen I've had someone that said hey I'm interviewing agents and to be honest she interviewed nobody else it was just mm, me but yep. she was seeing if I was confident enough to mm-hmm. take that and I was like you know you can go with another agent, however, if you still need my services, I'm here to help. That's a good and point. That's like, what it if is. they say they're working with someone, I could see some agents kind of like get snappy, like, why? Why? Yeah. Right. Like, don't do that. Always keep it professional. Like, okay, I totally understand. You know, let me know if you ever need any assistance in the future. And I had that actually happen where she decided to go with someone else, but then she came back to me. Right. Know? She was like, actually, yeah. um, I'm not really getting what I want. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Right. Welcome back over here. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> but people have to realize about being a real estate agent is this is a sales job mm-hmm. exactly this is like the number one job of sales you are a salesman and you're selling yourself most of the time right like mm-hmm. maybe i didn't come out right but like, you're <laughs> selling what it is that you can offer mm-hmm. i don't know if it's really a good way to say this but y'all know what i mean i think that you have to remember that when you're pitching yourself you're pitching what you can do for somebody in the real estate market mm-hmm. and you have to sometimes give the extra push this is the most expensive asset that a lot of people are going to get in their whole lives you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars you want to be confident that the person you're working with is the person you need to be working with. So I exactly. think a lot of times we just have to kind of take a step back. And I would say in terms of solutions for rejection, kind of like you said, have a script, right? Yeah. I think a lot of us lose out on clients, especially early on, because it's like somebody is kind of interviewing you in like a random time and mm-hmm. you're not prepared to mm-hmm. have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm actually looking to sell my house. And you at brunch. You... 
You lit. Uh, <laughs> you lit on that shit. Or that mimosa. Do. Yeah, and I feel like it's the level of preparedness mm-hmm. that you need to have to kind of avoid being in that rejection space when it comes to like procuring clients and making sure you're the top pick. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I agree with that. Okay, so moving on, I think another big rejection, especially last year, we all felt this. Is oh, the God, reje- don't say it. <laughs> I go ahead. Okay. It's rejection that you feel with. Unfortunately, my seller has selected another offer. Hate that for us. Uh, we'd be happy to accept you as a backup. Ugh. And I'm going to accept that backup. No, every yeah. time. Yeah. Every, yeah. every time I'm the backup up. works. Sign so me up. What, um, what exactly do you need for the backup? <laughs> um, so how do y'all feel like y'all combat with like rejection on the offers for your clients? I, in that market, I prepared my clients ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I prepared them ahead of time. Like, listen, this market is crazy. People are paying ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 over appraised value. People are paying, you know, the people are doing what they need to do to get in these houses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just can't compete with it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you only have X amount of dollars and this person has X amount of dollars and they can do a little bit more, then, of course, that's going to be more attractive to the seller. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's always what's for you will be for you. That house was not for you, but Amen. the house that's for you, you're, we're going to win. Right. Your offer will be accepted, and you will move in. Like and that's just point blank period. I love that, and that goes hand to hand to preparing to write strong offers right. in that market. Mm-hmm. If you're not educating yourself, you're not putting yourself in a position where you know you know your contract, mm-hmm. you know what terms to use when you need to use it. You're communicating with that selling exactly. agent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when that rejection comes back. <laughs> When that okay. rejection come back, you know inside of you, you know, I did everything right. Exactly. I know I wrote a strong offer. Exactly. So it means that this house is not for you. I love that. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think y'all both touched on two really, really, really big things. I think if you don't prepare your client beforehand as an agent, you've done them a disservice. Mm-hmm. Every client, when they put in an offer, thinks that's the best one. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if you came in 20000 under asking right. price, your client is at home like this. Oh, I got this. I got this one in mind bag. for sure. Yeah. I think as a real estate professional, if you do not sit down and have the conversation of look this is how the market is it's volatile it's not volatile whatever the current state of your market is if you don't sit down and explain to your client the possibility of that offer not being selected you've done them a disservice right. especially if the offer don't get selected okay it's not looking at you like you did something wrong because right. they probably didn't even know an offer cannot get accepted right they're like why didn't my they're like, what offer you mean? did you not do what you were supposed, supposed to, to do? do like and exactly. now you looking crazy when all you had to do was prepare them beforehand mm-hmm but like Nika said, I love that. Like, if you know that you did exactly what you needed to do, you pulled the comps, you spoke to the listing mm-hmm. agent to discuss the terms, you have, you went through these terms with your buyer to make sure they're comfortable. You asked what you the asked seller was feedback. looking for. Yeah. Yes. That's all you can do. I think Nika said That's something that was really, really small, but I don't know if y'all heard it. She said, and you're prepared to write a strong offer in that market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people didn't notice when that shift kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And when that shift happened, those same offers that y'all were writing last year aren't going to work this time. This year. Exactly. What people are looking pain. for in this market is not what they were looking for in that market. And I think that's a really big thing. When the market shifts, as a realtor, your strategy has to shift as well. Mm-hmm. Little stuff that was going to fly back then ain't flying and vice versa. So I right. think it's very important to also understand the market that you're in to be able to write the offer that's going to win in that specific market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with every rejection, ask for feedback. If I lose an offer, I'm like, hey, lost an offer. What was the feedback? Because if they have or they chosen another offer, they most likely don't have time to kind of go back and explain to everyone why they didn't choose the offer. I always go the extra step and say, hey, what was the offer that won? So I can mm-hmm. go back and advise my client on this is why they lost, and it's be- it's not because of us. Like right. whether it was cash, whether it was like you know I quick love closing. Those listening agents who will respond and be mm-hmm. like. 
I had this many okay. type of yeah. offers. Type we, of we went with this. I, I love, love that. that. Like, thank you so much for letting me know. Like, it I understand why you picked the offer. Yeah. It makes it a lot better when I can go to my client and say, hey, the winning offer paid $50,000 cash out of pocket. You wouldn't perhaps have $50,000 that you could spare for this, right. would you? Right. And then they like, Ooh. Let's keep looking. Yeah, let's keep looking. <laughs> right I was there. like, it wasn't you. Let's and I think we, we have to remember to do that. I think, again, as a realtor, it's always going to be your fault. Mm-hmm. If anything go wrong, Taisha told me not yeah. to. Do, like, you as a realtor like have to be prepared to take the fall for everything. And so if you set yourself up not to fall for anything, you mm-hmm. won't have any of those problems when it comes to, you know, your offer not getting selected mm-hmm. in the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's keep in mind, than... sometimes you, like, recommend a strong offer to your client, and they don't want to do it. That's why anytime you submit offer recommendation to your client, mm. please send it via email. Oh, my God. This is what I recommend for this offer. Here's the CMA of why I recommend this. I spoke to the agent. This is what they said. Please respond to this email and approve it. You you yeah. want to move forward. But if you respond, be like, okay, nope, I want to go 10000 below ads. I want to do et cetera, et cetera. Okay, well, let's do it. This is what you want to do. You are the client. I'm working in your best interest. Let's go ahead and submit it. But you cannot get upset with me. Get it in yeah. writing. You cannot get it in get writing. Get everything Listen, in writing. It's not everything. to even throw it into the client's yeah. face when it don't work okay. out. Okay, it's, it's, like, it's for reference. Per yes. my last email. Yeah. When I told sense. you, like, I really think that because sometimes we have to keep our clients real. I think sometimes clients give a side themselves, and I love y'all. Love y'all you know too. I do, but y'all Ooh. know I'm the one that's going to be like. Thing. Yeah. You. They be emotional. Yeah, you wow. You, we you here. We here one. to be the thing. We we here for the. You know, we're the brains. So. Yeah, we not we not doing real estate with our hearts yeah. all the time. We doing it with our brains a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like our hearts is in it, but like it's a mental game. We got to be strategic about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Listen to your agent. Agents just get it in writing. Right. Okay, please. Um, I think another really really big thing and. I kind of faced this a lot when I was first um, trying to procure clients. It's that whole cold calling, door knocking. No. And people like, <laughs> no, don't call me no I, more. Okay. Don't call me no more. I called one person, no y'all, and I felt like a bill collector. She was like, I thought I said I don't want a real that's calling me. Oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm on a do not call list. And it's I said, like, oh, that's it for me. That's it for me. I can't do that again. I think that's a big pill to swallow. I yeah. think it goes back along the lines of like you knowing that you've done everything that you can, that you're marketing yourself, and, like, you're really trying to, like, get your feet wet in this market and do your thing, and then somebody's basically, like, chastity, like, you're, you're bothering me. Like, right. You're, like, why are you calling me? No, I don't want you to list my house. Okay, girl, you can be a little bit nice. You could have just said, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, right. like, calm down. They fed up. But then think about how we be acting when Bill, when Rizzo.com called me. <laughs> are you interested in buying leads? Y'all <laughs> stop calling this phone right now. This is not <laughs> So I, You're right, because it's probably like 50 agents called, yeah. and we all using the same systems. I get it. But it worked for some people. Oh, yeah, my God. I watched Selling Sunset, and I watched this selling show. They do door knocking and be getting million-dollar listings. I do do that Do sometimes. not knock it off. Yeah. So the house that I sold that was a million dollars last year, we had like a real, our closing was super private, but it was real intimate. Like, we were kind of talking about everything, and we were talking to the agent, and the sellers was like, the reason we selected her for this is because she was in the community knocking on doors. She got candles, and she came and, like, really just put her best foot forward. And I think wow. you have to have a strategy when you mm-hmm. do these things, yeah. and you also have to not be scared to hear a no. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you let that first no, you'll not 
pick up that phone again, you'll not knock on the door, but like that third door, that thirtieth door might be your million dollar listing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really know. So I think mm-hmm. in terms of being rejected by like somebody you're trying to procure a client from or trying to do business with, I think the first biggest thing is like don't let that no defeat you. Right. Like keep pushing forward because it's like you gotta get through a couple no's to get to your yeah. I feel like that's the best strategy if you're a new agent to start with because if you can't be comfortable with hearing no's, this is not the business for mm-hmm. you. You hear no mm-hmm. literally every day. Literally every and day. If if you don't, if you just really emotional and you just can't hear no's. It ain't even about hearing no for me. It was just like, I'm uncomfortable with this cold caller. I feel like a bill collector. No. This doesn't feel like the vibe for me. And then no's be coming. Okay. No, 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 no. But door knocking, I can do I can do door knocking. Because I have that, like, personality. Hey, like. It'll be hard to slam a door tight. Yeah, you're not going to slam the door, my baby. If I'm be like, I'm going to knock again. I think something happened with the door. <laughs> but I have done it. I have done it. And you have to keep doing it, though. You have yeah. to be so consistent and constant with it. You can't do it one time and think that's enough. Absolutely. So, yeah. I love that. But go on. I ain't doing it no, girl. I love it. I think Anika kind of said this too. Like, it's a lot of people that are successful from cold calling. Yeah. And I really do think those are the people who are like, who winning? Yeah. Yeah. And those are the people who, like, don't care. Like, I have a client, not a client, I have a colleague in my office. He is my best, best, best. His name's Demetrius. Hey, hey, hey Demetrius. Hey. He is like the cold calling king. Like, he'll sit on the phone and, like, literally, and he can't really? see straight. And that's what I love about him. Somebody answered the phone, like, I don't want to sit in my house. He's like, girl, why? <laughs> like, he will literally be on the For phone. Real? He's like, why? And then, like, once he starts, like, having these conversations, Conversations like they'll tell him I don't want to sell. He like, okay, well, can you tell me why you don't want to sell? I'm just trying to get a little more information. Mm-hmm. He'll dig deep, and they're on the phone for 20, 30 minutes. He like, so what time you want me to be there tomorrow? <laughs> I to know do that's it? No, right. that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Is, I think how you avoid rejection in this space is to come up with a strategy, strategy. to close the client, right? Mm-hmm. Like that one lady said, you came to the door with candles or you had mm-hmm. some type of crazy Cookies. marketing. Yeah, I love that. I'm Only like nine ninety nine at Publix. No, seriously, coming up with like a marketing strategy that's going to set you apart from the other people knocking yeah. on the doors. Have y'all yeah. co-called before? I'm, I, I have a script. I have a book for it. I'm dying to try it. Book of yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did it, you did yeah, it. I'm going through everyone. Like literally <laughs> next quarter, I'm going through everyone. And I'm I'm starting call call. I love it. Let me know how I go. I tried to use like a little dialer that like, yeah. calls oh, yeah. out to all those people, but y'all know me when it started getting like technical <laughs> with computers and stuff. Yeah. I actually did it with Fatima. She's like, we need to call call. We need this, and I was like. Right. I'm gonna be there every day. I'm showing up, not cold calling. Watching her do it, it's a lot. I think you I think gotta, gotta have an appetite for it. Yeah, too. you gotta have an appetite for it. I think it's, it's it's definitely people are successful with doing it, and people are successful without. So you just kind of figure yeah, out. Yeah, you gotta if sound that works less. For you, robo- it works for you. you. You gotta sound less like a robot. More like a conversation. Yeah. I feel like that works. Yeah, people mm-hmm. want to connect with the person. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing that's like really a rejection, it's kind of like an overarching thing, but I think it's just rejection in real estate at all. And I think it's more of a mindset, but kind of like feeling like nothing is going your way in this business, mm. which I think we have, like happens. We go through periods where like the market is bustling, like mm-hmm. everybody is just buying, buying, selling, selling. Mm-hmm. And then we go through these like, dry periods where you just feel like your business is not picking up. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do y'all navigate those spaces of kind of just feeling like you're not fitting into, like, the real estate world sometimes? Pray. I'm, oh, yeah, that Ooh. for sure. You pray number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to pray. One. You got to pray to keep your mental on this level where you're not giving up. It, it's, it's easier to give up, and it's harder to keep going. Mm. Mm-hmm. You got to keep going. It really? doesn't matter. Because you're just myself. one day away. So go ahead. Listen. <laughs> Listen, when that thing happened with my buyer that lost almost, she didn't lose her earnest money, <laughs> got it back. But 
literally the next day I got a great lead literally and it was just like I was like wow this is really like a trick yeah. this is a mental trick yeah. real estate will teach you like are you gonna keep going or are you gonna give up right and I kept going and it's yeah. literally right now is like that's a reward for me mm-hmm. so I feel like keeping that mental strong whether it's by working out by praying by you know doing yoga meditating mm-hmm. like yeah balance because you will definitely get lost in that thing I feel like you have to really want it mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people get into real estate because they're like oh I want to dress up cute I want to be on Child. Instagram take pictures yeah and then they get into it and they realize like how hard it is and then they're gone right you know what I'm saying I feel like you have to be hungry you have to be a shark. You know, Auntie's always saying, mm-hmm. shout out to Auntie Linda. She's always like, you have to be a shark. Like, you can't just sit around and wait for things to come to you because they won't. Because there's so many realtors. It's going to go to the person who's putting in the most effort, the most time, who's Every really, time. really dedicated to their business. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can only do that if you really want it and if your heart is in it for the right reason. Otherwise, you're just going to give up easy because it's hard. It's it's really hard. I can knock out. Yeah. <laughs> Look, real it's estate hard. is not for the faint heart. No. Yeah. Real mm-hmm. estate is not for the weak. And real estate is not for the people that have a handout and think they're going to leave plentiful, right? Mm. If you are not going to come in here and outrun me, you might want to walk the other way. Mm. Like, I'm really putting my feet on the ground every day, and I run towards my goals. I run, right. Like, that's what we do. You got to be hungry. You got to mm-hmm. be starving. <laughs> Look, you got to be starving. If you're not watching the YouTube video, please... Watch the YouTube video. So you can see our face. Zoom in to Nika's face. No, at whatever serious. time frame that was where she just like growled at the camera. The but no, like she's not lying. I Sorry. think most people tune into Real Talk Atlanta because y'all see our work ethic on this podcast. Right. Y'all follow us on Instagram and y'all see the day-to-day things we're doing. This is fun. Like, right. don't get us wrong. But this but like, is what? This is what? This is after. This is the part of the No, every day we come here and smile. And they gotta come in here and keep it real. Real estate. Like, I just think that what you have to remember is that if you're not willing to put in the work, if you're not okay with taking the nose and figuring out how to make those guesses, right. if you don't want to change the trajectory of your business by being the change in your business, you're going to be out of business. Right. And that's just what that comes down to. So I think you're going to hear rejection. This business, real estate is rejection. You're right. going to feel it, you're yeah. going to see it, you're going to hear it. But I think it's not about, what did I say? It's not about falling it's about getting up it's not, oh, about, yeah, it's not about how far you how many steps you take back how many whatever somebody going for y'all know what we not trying me, to say 10 steps back i'm picking what up cardi b said like oh child beat me 99 times but i get up one get up 10 what that's how it is <laughs> i'm trying to be like i River feel like get i the know the song <laughs> she trying to take it I, I don't know the song <laughs> y'all get the gist though i think all in all what i think everybody of course is trying to tell y'all is that if you want to be in this business obviously rejection is going to be a big part of it but again it's not about the rejection it's about what you do with it right. and how you make your business grow from it so okay and, and t- keep in mind you're not the only one getting rejected right. Hello, we, we all getting rejected and <laughs> right. we're keeping it pushing Period. exactly because last year really on. was really a tough year for real estate agents with the shit but guess what we all top producing <laughs> okay agents. all eating we all top Jesus. Oh. Jesus. i'm sorry oh well Oh, I thought she was like shouting. Yeah, I'm sick of y'all. Cheers to that. Cheers to us. Like, business keep moving. We keep elevating because we keeping focus on the positive, not the negative. And we keep working. And another one before we leave, surround yourself with people who going to keep pushing you. Because if you surround yourself with people who like, girl, this is too hard for us. We got to try something else. Yeah. Y'all not gonna make it. Yeah, like, you only surround- you only as good as the people you're around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, That's why I'm so good. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. But I think that is a great segue. As y'all can see, our real today, Ashley LeRae, 
is missing. She's missing, but she on the way. And so I don't like being on this side by myself. I, I feel know. like I'm in an interview. We love how we <laughs> miss her, but we're going to segue into the question of the day. As you guys know, we have our segment called Question of the Day, where we ask our audience, our listeners, and everyone who's watching to ask us questions in the DMs and our email. If you guys have not already, follow us at Real Talk Atlanta on all platforms. If you want to email us or your questions, email it to realtalkatlpod at gmail.com. Okay. It's getting better, y'all. It's getting better. better. (laughs) Okay, so the question of the day, ladies, is how many times did you have to remember? uh, How many times did you try to remember your license number? Oh. Like, on on how many tries? Yeah, your real estate license number where you can say it. Like, like just like this. My number is really, really easy. Mine, too. It's really. Like, it took me like two years. No. Oh. So remember your license yes, number? Yes, like literally. So wow. my license number, ironically, you know, it's a six-digit number. The first three digits is my cousin's birthday, who's like my, we call each other sister cousins. The last three digits are my little brother's birthday. So my oh, cousin okay. Alex, her birthday is April 7th. My little brother John's birthday is April 21st. So 407-421, that's my license number. Wow, so it's easy. Mine that was, was like really hard. Mine was 405 I had to always five, keep five, looking. 555 five, five, Like it's Real very, I was like, it's really. 388-504. I got so many different numbers. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a little excessive. But I think, because the way they do the real estate numbers, it's like in order of like mm-hmm. where you got them. So like ours, like Aaron Ford and stuff. And y'all know me and Fatima got our licenses one number apart. Really? So really? Sometimes, yeah, like mine is 421, hers is 422. So even sometimes I forget, I used to be like, what's your license number? Because <laughs> I knew mine was right before hers. Right. We were literally in the office at the same time. So super that's quick, interesting. Y'all. Two years is crazy. Me. No, it took me a but long that's a, time. That's a hard up though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I thought like, you was gonna ask me how long it took me to remember like my license tag or my car. Cause you know, like when you in the club, they'd be like, um, license tag, such and such and such, can you move? <laughs> it's giving like somebody had a long weekend last week. <laughs> I'd be like, dang, is that Dude, my car? No, I don't seriously. even know my license tag. No. <laughs> I'm no, no, but I think that is a good question in sense. Y'all, real talk, realtors, know y'all license numbers. Please. Because yeah. I have been asked on the fly by like other agents trying to confirm I'm a realtor. And what's your license number? Yes. Oh my God. Open door does like, that. Open door does that. I'd be like, hold on. Oh, yeah, they show sure do. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. they'll say, what's your um, yeah, MLS, MLS ID? MLS ID which At is first, the, I'd be like, I don't know. No, it's what you log into, into the MLS. Yeah. For the first time, I was 407421. They was, are you even a realtor? Like, you looking crazy. Know right. your credentials. I know for real. Know your credentials, period. That's that was a cute one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we appreciate y'all checking in with your hump day hotties here at Real Talk Atlanta. We are super excited. Stay tuned, y'all. We got an amazing season coming up. And just, yeah, we them girls. Oh, period. And okay, it. see y'all next week. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, Today's topic might be at its end, but the conversation never stops. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. For more daily content from the ladies of Real Talk Atlanta, head over to any of our social media platforms to connect with us, and let's talk. As we put the real in real estate.